From the outset, it was apparent that the evening's activities weren't going to detract a whit from Horace P. Siskin's reputation as an extraordinary host. On the basis of the Tycho tumbling trio alone, he had already provided the year's most fascinating entertainment. But when he unveiled the first hypnostone from Mars's Certus Major region, it was clear he had planted his distinction upon a new pinnacle. As for myself, the trio and the stone, though intriguing on their own merits, sank to the level of the commonplace before the party was over. For I speak with exclusive authority when I say there is nothing as bizarre as watching a man just disappear, which, incidentally, was not part of the entertainment. As commentary on Siskin's lavish excesses, I might point out that the Tycho tumblers had to have lunar-equivalent gravity. The G-suppressor platform, bulky and anomalous in its lush setting, dominated one of the rooms of the penthouse suite, while its generators cluttered the roof garden outside. The Hypnostone presentation was a full production in itself, complete with two doctors in attendance. Without any inkling of the incongruous developments the evening held in futurity, I watched the proceedings with detached interest. There was a slim young brunette whose piercing, dark eyes clouded and rained tears freely as one of the stone's facets bathed her face with soft azure reflections. Ever so slowly, the crystal rotated on its turntable, sending shafts of polychromatic light sweeping across the darkened room like the spokes of a great wheel. The radial movement stopped, and a crimson beam fell upon the somewhat cautious face of one of Siskin's elderly business associates. No, he reacted instantly. I've never smoked in my life. I won't now. Laughter brimmed the room, and the stone resumed rotation. Perhaps concerned that I might be the next subject, I withdrew across plush carpeting to the refreshment alcove.